You guys, welcome to episode 65 of The Smush Room, the podcast that deep dives into well-known and, more importantly, not-so-well-known hookups of your favorite reality TV stars. It's me, your sickly host, Troy McKeady, and I am joined by a very special guest today. Um, you may... Actually, you haven't heard her on this podcast before because we recorded an episode together, and we were just talking about how Skype is a devil witch sent here from Satan himself to just ruin our ruin podcasters' lives. And our episode didn't record. So we have this like relic in my old computer just sitting there of us talking about the greatest stuff ever, but it didn't happen. Um, but I'm recording today with my friend Ashley Johnson. Ashley, how are you? I'm doing so good. I'm glad that we're finally getting an episode that's hopefully recording. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were such a trooper about it, and I felt so bad. Like, you put in all this work, and you had all these insightful things to say, and you were funny. <laughs> And it just didn't happen. We could have been doing it a favor, though, for your audience. Who knows? Maybe there was, like, a reason behind that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so I usually will, like, let the guests choose, like, who we talk about. And then we just kind of, like, go over different options. Mm-hmm. And today, Ashley and I are going to be talking about Kylie and Tyga. And I've wanted to talk about Kylie know. on this podcast for a long time, but I felt like this is definitely one that needs a little like back and forth. Like I'm not going to sit here by myself and talk about Kylie Jenner for an hour. Like I just can't. Um, she's definitely somebody that I think she's polarizing. And I think people have so many crazy, you know, to be such like a, this is no shade, but to be such like a sort of simple minded person, like Kylie isn't like the most in depth person. Um, she, uh, brings out a lot of emotion in people. Oh my gosh, she is. You're right. She is super polarizing. And there's so much to unpack when it comes to Kylie. There's, I mean, with her, especially with her relationship with Tyga, I mean, it's it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still now, like after reading everything, I still wonder now, like, are they going to get back together? Are they kind of like that, like Justin Bieber and um, Selena Gomez kind of thing? Like what the heck's going on? I know. And like, not to literally skip to the end of our episode, but like, you know, even just as recently as like her having her baby and um, him like demanding like, you know, a paternity test or whatever. It's like, was that his last ditch effort to like keep her in his life or something? Like, there's definitely a weird thing where it's like, yeah, they, they probably will one day get back together, like maybe a few years from now. Right. I know. I kind of wonder. Well, we can start from the beginning if you want and work our way there. Yeah, I've got so, a ton of stuff, so if you want to start off. All right, well, let me go ahead and do some quick housekeeping. I'm really excited. You guys, by the way, again, I am very sick. Um, I sound disgusting. I've got, I just told Ashley I have water, tea, and <laughs> coffee, and a giant roll of toilet paper because I've used all the <laughs> in my house and cough drops. So, like, I've got my, like... I've got my, like, pack of things here to help me, but, like, we're just going to try and get through it. Um, so Kylie and Tyga started dating in September of 2014. Um, they kind of broke up and kind of didn't. I don't even know what you want to call it. They've broken up a million times. Um, they sort of officially broke up in spring of 2017, I guess you could say. And um, they met technically at... Uh, at Kendall's birthday party or her 16th birthday party. And um, yeah, this relationship is super interesting because it really proved that like, you know, given the drama surrounding it and like the, the specifically the type of drama 
mm-hmm. you know, hit, I mean, like some weird pedophilia stuff happening, cheating, oh my gosh. Yeah. baby mama drama, like, this is They had everything, like anything everything. that... Yeah. And did you ever see, because they said that, um, so on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, when Kendall had her 16th birthday, that's when it was like this awkward interaction with Kylie flirting with Tyga. I don't know. Did you ever see that episode? Oh, yeah. I remember it. I, I don't remember that. I was seeing pictures of them like posing and stuff. And I'm like, why don't I remember that episode? But at that point, she was 14. 14. That's crazy. And I remember going back how I thought that that was just so bizarre because at 14, you know, nothing, nothing. And I, even like in the press, you have like Amber Rose, Kanye, like, Oh, and I'll get to Kanye with what he said, which is just so cringeworthy, but all these people speaking out and even Chloe, like trying to defend them. And it's like, how, like you have such a face and, Honestly, I hate when people say, oh, because they're famous, they have to be a role model. I get some people are just famous because they're famous and they're not there to be some role model, even though I get that they like kind of unconsciously are. However, you're what? uh, I don't know. You know, I'm going to let you keep going because I mean, the the age thing just, it gets, I I think it's so gross. No, it's disgusting. And like, it really honestly just proves that this family's entire life is like, not that this is something that we all don't know, but the Kardashians' lives are just a veneer. And underneath, it's just some fucking Jerry Springer ratchet, good old fashioned trash. You know what I mean? Like, right. It is That's like a good way of putting it. I like that. You know what I mean? I, like I, mean I don't know anybody in my own personal life whose relationship has had like all of these kind of issues with like incest. Uh, pedophilia, like baby mama drama, cheating. I mean, this is like wild. You know what I mean? All while you guys are like driving fucking Bentleys around and taking Snapchats of $50,000 watches, you also have an incest situation happening. You know what I mean? Like, it's wild. Right. (laughs) Um, Even talking about their cars. Like, they literally were like trading cars. Like, that was like what their thing was. It's like buying each other cars. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? He's like, like oh, my new Maybach. Thanks, babe. Thanks for my birthday present. A, a you know a million dollar car. It's like fuck off, right? Fuck oh off. my god, Tyga. Like you've had a couple singles on the Billboard charts. Like who are? Why are you buying Maybachs? Wasn't she in one of his videos? I, I wanted to watch it. I don't still think I've seen it. But the, the I think it was the song stimulating. I think it was, and she I was watched in. It. Oh, you did? Was oh, it? Like, god. Was she a big part of it? She's the whole video. Oh, she is? Yeah, it's a, it's a thriller remake. And she's like the girl in the thriller video. Oh, okay. Like, I have not seen that. <laughs> I saw like the, when Kim was in Kanye's video. Yeah. But I have not seen this one. Interesting. It, it looks like it was filmed with a droid, first of all. And oh, shit. it's bad. Uh, it's terrible. Um but like, so normally when we, when I do this podcast, like I will kind of like break down the person's life and all those things, but like, I'm not going to even entertain the idea that people listening to this don't know about Kylie Jenner. So I'd love to just like talk to you about your thoughts on Kylie and like your Kylie journey, specifically her, you know, her role in that family and like where, I don't know. I, I think that a lot of people's, um, obviously like our perception of Kylie has changed so drastically, maybe the most drastically 
of all of the Kardashians through the years in comparison to what we thought of her in like 2010 to like now. So what's your, I guess, Kylie journey? Well, it's actually funny because before we were going into this podcast, like one, I don't think I'm like a Kardashian slash Jenner hater. I don't think Mm -hmm. I am. I think that I find myself like rolling my eyes to a lot of things. And I think maybe I've just got to the point where I feel so desensitized by everything, Mm -hmm. but I do find myself defending them sometimes because I'm just kind of like annoyed when people are like, they're famous for no, you know, the same thing that you hear all the time. And I, I do believe some of it's true, but I, for, with Kylie, I would say, you know, it's funny because I went back and I rewatched the Kardashians season one. I don't even know, maybe like a few months ago. And okay. that is like great TV to watch the Kardashians <laughs> season one. Like that's how they really are. You know, their, their thirst is real and you see <laughs> yeah. that without all of this money, you know, that, so I, I appreciate and have a true literally a true like love for season one and looking at Kylie then I mean she's just a baby and she's energetic and you know crazy dancing around the pole and all of that but then as you see her growing you know I think I would say you know out of all the Kardashians if I had to choose I definitely like Kylie, I think I like Kylie the most. And I know a lot of people probably won't agree. Maybe I like Kim slightly more, but I, I do like Kylie. And I think that I like, I do like some of her. I love her lipsticks. I'm like an owner of some of her lipsticks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as like her Instagram and like her presence on social media, I really don't take a lot of that very seriously. Like none of that affects me. Her influence does not affect me or at all. Um, I like her. I think she's pretty and I like her makeup. It's all very surface. She won't be somebody that I would, you know, be wanting to get advice from or anything like that. But I think with her, it's definitely like a surface thing. Like I think she's pretty and I think that her makeover was bomb. Like I know yeah. some people think it was too much, but I think that her before and afters are pretty freaking good. Just my opinion. I know some people will disagree, but I do a lot of work in like the aesthetics and like the marketing and all that. I'm actually working on a blog right now with my esthetician, breaking down like all the work that she got done. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it's very interesting to like see from like a medical professional of breaking it down. And I'm sure so many other doctors have probably done this as well, but her work, if nobody had seen her her before nobody would really think that she got a whole lot done other than maybe like a little plump in her lips you know what i mean but she got like eyebrows pulled back like an eye lift like so many different things It, it was crazy i mean like to kind of piggyback off what you said like you said that you know a lot of people won't agree with you and the thing is is like a lot of people won't but also a million there's a million people that will and that's what's so that's the thing about the kardashians that i think like I think the reason that the Kardashians have been able to maintain this like outrageous level of fame for so long where somebody like a Paris Hilton wasn't is because they're basically like the Spice Girls. You know what I mean? Like I always say that groups where people can choose their favorite and then ravenously support the one that they relate to the most do better than somebody on their own because there's no reason for us to ever get sick of them. And when you get sick of one, you just move on to another. Like we've all had different phases of each Kardashian being like our favorite Kardashian or like the one that we hate the most or whatever. 
Totally. And it changes based on the year or like what's going on in their lives at the time or like their style change or who they're dating. Um, it changes. Like there have been times where I was like, damn, like I fucking hate Kim Kardashian. Like she's the worst. And now right. I'm like, wow, Kim is like a matriarch and uh, she's a genius. And I think she's like really fucking cool and intelligent. And like that will probably change in a month. You know, it's like, it's so hard to, um, to imagine a world in which they won't be a part of our, uh, I don't know, our zeitgeist, because why would they not? Like, it's hard, it's harder to imagine or to try and think of reasons why they wouldn't be. Then I agree. You know, it's really, it's weird. Who, who, like, okay, so, like, when you were talking about, like, favorite Kardashians and how that changed, because at first I was like, I loved Chloe, And then I think about it. It's like, see, I'm not 100% invested in the Kardashians. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if people are talking about it, I'll listen. Like, I want to be a part of the conversation. Like, I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I, it ever gets too old for me. I know some people feel like, oh, my God, they're pushed down my throat. I'm over it. Blah, 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 that whole thing. I guess I'm just kind of in between. But with with Kylie, it's kind of like, I like her, and then I'm just kind of like, meh. Like, I'm kind of back and forth. I know I'm just like, oh, Kylie is my favorite. But then I'm thinking, now when I really think about it, her personality, it seems like she's like on like 10, like an even 10 Xanaxes a day. Like, that's how <laughs> I feel her personality is. It's it's dull. Like, yeah. it's, or is she's just really, really chill. I guess, I don't really know, but she re- like seems sedated. So I just, and that's not how she was, like, Obviously, when you're a young kid, you have a lot of energy. But I don't know if it was the fame or what happened with her. But it it like went up, and then it just like went completely down. And now she's just like on a plateau of like ten Xanax. Do you get what I mean? Oh, so this is actually I'm so happy you brought this up because I really really wanted to talk to you about this. So like, I did you watch Kylie's spinoff show? Like, did you watch Life of Kylie? I didn't. And I was going to ask you if you watched it and what you thought. I I heard terrible reviews. Don't even bother. And I never watched it, but now I'm kind of intrigued to go back and watch it and see. I mean, it's, if you're interested in, it's not a good show. Let's just be clear. Like it's not riveting in any, like in any way, but um, the psychology of the Kardashians is like really fascinating to me. Like just their thought processes and like, um, I don't know all of it, like their astrology and like their astrology based on choices they've made. Like, Chloe is such a cancer and like all those things kind of like keep me up at night, but specifically <laughs> with, with Kylie. I love you, Trey. <laughs> my psychotic thoughts. Um, <laughs> but with Kylie, it's like, you know, the whole show's premise was basically about how she feels, you know, she's so insecure, not about the way she looks or like anything like that, but just about, what she presents to the world and like she feels so judged all the time because she is and she has this huge platform and everybody's always constantly sort of like waiting to see like what she'll tweet or what she'll post or like what picture she'll post or what she'll wear and the scrutiny of people and the obsession has kind of dulled her personality and she talks about that how like you know when she was younger she would post on social media and she was like i mean you know you just went back and watched old an old season of the show like Kylie was crazy. She was funny. She was sarcastic. She was like outgoing. She was loud. She was rambunctious. And that went well beyond her being like a little girl. Even as a teenager, she was like, had much more personality. And, um, you know, it's really dwindled down a lot. And now she's this sort of like, 
this shell, this like plumped, filled shell of who she used to be. And it's it's really sad to me. It makes me really sad. Because she's well, so let me young. ask you this though, but do you think then at watching the show, do you think that you know they're the all the Kardashians are uh, slash Jenners, they're they all have a motive for everything that they do, right? Mm-hmm. They they all are they they handle and carry the narrative when it surrounds them. They mm-hmm. know what when to put out something. They know how to promote something and they know how to change the narrative very quickly. So my thought is what was her motive of doing this show? Because there was one, right? It's not like she needed yeah. more fame or she needed more money. I, I'm guessing this had something to do with her lip kits or, you know, along the lines of how she ran a business or maybe she was trying to separate herself from the family a little bit. But she, we all know she's very established and she's done very well with her lip kits. So then I think, okay, was this show to like, show like a softer edge and then maybe they just of course like edited it and exaggerated and wanted people to feel bad and see this other side of her like i agree with you i'm sure to her when she was younger or i mean we're all insecure i mean all of us have a level of that when you have the whole world like wanting you to fall or waiting for you to fail or see what you're doing next i i get that that pressure is there but i also wonder like is it I guess it's really hard for me to try and put this into words, but I guess I'm just trying to wonder like what her motive was with that show. I, I mean, completely get what you're saying because everything they do is calculated. So then you have totally. to wonder like, what was the what was the point of that? Because that, nothing they do is real. Day. I know, and that, that's where I struggle because I'm yeah. like, what what's real and what's not? Like I don't even know anymore. Like I literally don't know. Like is Kim's ass real? Like I don't even know what <laughs> body parts are real. Like, what's that? I know. No, I get it. I get it. I I talk about this a lot with them whenever I bring them up. I'm like, it's so fascinating that a group of people who, like, their whole thing is that they, you know, they're an open book and they share everything. And we know all of their family's demons, which we do. But at the same time, they control the narrative. So, like, our thoughts about them are controlled by them. And it's crazy. There's never been anything like this before. And it's like, it's, it's like literal mind control. Um, and it's nuts. It's like really wild. It is. It is complete mind control. And I will say just to Tyga, for instance, like I didn't, did you know who he was before he started dating Kylie? No. Like, do you want to like get into talking about him for a little bit? Sure. Okay. Cause I, I had no idea who he was at all. I still I don't really know. I thought I was maybe just old. I was like, Oh, like, this <laughs> me, like settling into my old age being 30. Right. But like, <laughs> I don't, I didn't fucking know anything about this kid at all. Like nothing. Yeah. No, me zero. I I still, I feel like I still don't really understand who he is. Like even like reading his interviews and stuff, like, I'm just like, what is he even saying? Like, I don't, I, I couldn't even name three songs from him. I'm sure if I heard him on the radio, maybe I would know. But then again, I never listened to the radio. I'm always listening to podcasts. So again, I, I know, I know like zero. I know. And like, I wrote down, it's like, you know, I I did my due diligence and wrote down like what I could about his life or whatever, which I'll read here in a minute. But like, at the same time, it's like, it's nothing riveting. And there's not, I didn't read anything about him that made me feel like, oh, okay. Like sometimes I'll do episodes where there's always one person that I know more about. And then I learn all this stuff about the other person. I'm like, oh my God, like, how did I go this long without knowing so-and-so did that? But with him, I was like, I mean, I, but but even their relationship even kind of put Black China on on like I know I I knew who Black China was I wasn't I didn't really know a whole lot about her but I knew enough not like I didn't know anything I knew nothing about Tyga but yeah. 
Black China, I knew a little bit, but now once Tyga and Kylie got together, then Black China, I mean, that whole thing, you know, is like a whole other episode with Black China and Rob and, you know, that whole thing. But that was pretty interesting with the Black China Tiger relationship then Kylie inserted in there. Yeah, and I definitely I definitely have some thoughts on Black China. Like I definitely once we get to this like these children being born and all these things, oh. like I've I've got some things to say. Cause I like, you know, I, I just I don't get any of it. It is so fucking it's, ratchet. It's so like this is and, so trashy and, it's, and crazy. And it's glamorized. I That's know. What's so funny. It's it's like so glamorized. Everybody's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Ah. I know. Oh. Like, ooh, did you see like uh Black China throw Rob's phone out the window? I'm like, this is like what are we doing? Like what Which is happening? I know. Did you watch their show? Because I did not. Okay, so I watched like two episodes. I'm like, I can't do this. Like I literally can't do this. I couldn't finish it. And I already felt weird, and this is, like, something that I want to get to, but I already felt weird about, like, even supporting this, like... I know that there were a lot of people that were, like, rooting for Black China. They were like, yes, like, get yours. But I'm like, no. 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 I'm not... No. What part of me is supposed to fucking root for Black China? Why? Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. Convince me. Because I don't know either. Um, (laughs) But, so, I, like, was reading about... Tyga's childhood and oh, like he yeah. grew up in Compton um and the his first sort of like um I guess media drama like pre like Kylie being a thing in his life was that like people like he has this narrative that he grew up really poor like with a single mom and like you know she like did everything she could to take care of him and struggled or whatever and then there was some video that leaked of him on the internet during this like reality show pilot that didn't take off and he's, like, bragging about being wealthy and how, like, his family used to call him, like, um, like Little Tiger Woods because he was, like, this spoiled, wealthy child. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, a whole thing. People were like, oh, he's lying about his past to, like, you know, be successful. And then he was like, well, no, like, I was just on a scripted reality television show. And he kind of threw a jab at Kylie where he was like, isn't that the thing to do? Like, you do, you know, you do reality shows where you make up the narrative of whatever you want your life to be. Like, don't you guys love that? But no, that wasn't my life. Like, I was poor and uh, we had no money. Um, but I just thought that was really fascinating. Well, I believe that, though. Like, I, I think that with him going on this, like, reality show or whatever it may have been, I'm sure that was all hype. I mean, think about it. If you are poor and you don't have anything in your life and you have an opportunity to have your talents be seen, you're not going to... Some people would probably just be honest. You're probably going to get a lot more supporters that way than acting like you're wealthy when when you're not. But this is a perfect example. Like Stassi from Vanderpump Rules, she was on this like other reality show called like Queen Bees or something. Yeah. And, and she was like... She had to portray that she was like the a brat and her mom had to send her away and she needed to be reformed and that she was being bad in school and she was failing when in all actuality she was like on the honor roll and all of it was bs so they like downgraded her for this reality show again scripted so i'm thinking that was probably very similar with taiga so like the background that you pulled up on is probably on point yeah, by the way, I love Queen Bees is one of my favorite reality shows of all time. I'm just saying. Are you serious? You watched yeah. it? Oh, I oh my god. Religiously. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. When Stasi appeared on my screen, me and my best friend Sophia used to watch Queen Bees like it was on Noggin with Degra- like after Degrassi. Oh my and god. 
we were obsessed. And then when I saw Nastasia on, I was like, Sophia, that's Stasi. That's fucking Stasi Schroeder. Like I knew her like seven years prior and I was obsessed with her. Oh my and, God. So you act, you like fell upon this. Like, see, I searched it out after I heard yeah. talking about it. That's crazy. Yeah. It was oh like, the, it was teenage bad girls club. That's what it was. It was bad girls club for like teenagers. And then at the end of it, they like, they learned lessons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so funny. Oh, yeah. Random. I didn't think anybody had seen that show. No, it's 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 hard to find it. They basically scrubbed it from the internet, but it's it's really good. Um, but yeah, as far as like Tyga's like music, um, I did know. I I forgot that I knew, but I you know I knew that he was like an independent artist at the beginning, and like similar to Drake, like he was re- was releasing like a bunch of like mixtapes that were getting kind of popular on the internet. Um, the only thing that I did know about him besides the fact that he sang Rack City, uh, which is I think like his only notable song, yeah. um, he released an album with Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned who he was. Cause he was like, they did like a collaboration album together. And truly, I don't know any songs from it except for the fact that I just liked the album cover. And that's literally why I knew it. Like, a, a real grandma. You know what I mean? A real grandma, tra- tra- like, trail of like, figuring out who this kid was. Like, I remember his album art. Because I saw it on the interwebs. That was it. Huh. Yeah, because that was, like, they kind of had, like, their own deal. It was, like, wasn't it, like, um, Tyga... Um, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, weren't they like a little three duo? I- yeah, they went on like a tour together and Chris was trying to like kind of get Tyga's name out there. And they had songs like on the Billboard chart and stuff. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this know them. But like, again, Chris Brown, like beyond the Spearmint commercial, like my level of Chris Brown's music knowledge is truly out the window. Like unless you're literally playing Double Your Pleasure, um, I don't like. I don't know fucking Chris Brown songs. Like I usually like, <laughs> not in my zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, what did you? I mean, did you have anything else that you wanted to say about Tyga before we go to Tyga in China? Because like I don't, I just don't know how to make him interesting. No, there really, honestly, there isn't. I've I've literally got nothing until he gets in the whole situation with Black China. <laughs> so <laughs> legit. <laughs> Tyga and China met on October 5th of 2011 at a party for Chris Brown and Bow Wow's fame tour. And I guess he like went to her strip club, King of Diamonds, and she gave him her number. Um, They like went out a couple times and they had sex and like they hooked up and they became an official couple of that following November. And then they got engaged in December of the following year. Um, And they had a son together and like, Wait a minute. Is that why they called their son? Is that why their son's name is King? I literally knew that she danced at King of Diamonds Strip Club. And it took me until today to put that that together that possibly their kid may be named after the strip club. Because that's where they met, right? That's yeah. the first time they met? I mean, that can't be a coincidence. That's like... Mind blown. I know. <laughs> is that what really happened? Huh. If that's the case, I mean, that kind of would make sense. Awesome. I mean... These names that they come up with, though, I mean, you really can't put one past them. <laughs> like, 
what you I made know. your kid after a strip club come on i can't i know i, I, can't. I can't either i know and then so they wait so they got engaged okay so they they had their son then they got engaged one month later and then wasn't it shortly after that that rumors came out that tiger oh, oh my god i was gonna call him tiger tiger <laughs> <gasps> Seriously, it's such an awkward name to say. Like, I always feel like I am not saying like Tyga. I know. Right? I Is know. that just me? No, it's not. <laughs> like, I feel so awkward. I'm still not used to Tyga. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so then Tyga and Kylie. Th- Is that when their relationship started like getting rumored? Because it was shortly after Black China and Tyga got engaged, right? Yeah, so it was, like, right after they got engaged is when he went to Kendall's birthday party. Like you said, she was 14. And um, he, they made their first, like, official debut to the world, not as a couple, but, like, as friends or whatever, in July of 2014. So people speculate that that whole time, from, like, 2012 to 2014, he could have been having sex with her while she was, like, 15 years old. Um, totally. But he po- she posted a photo of them. It was like of um, Trey Songs and Chris Brown and Kendall and him yeah. and her. And it she captioned it a because you know Kylie. Um, yeah. And in August of the same year, he celebrated Kylie's seventeenth birthday party by throwing her a party at his home. And TMZ released a video of her dancing on like a table in his house. And he was, like, feeding her a shot of tequila. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Because there was all that controversy of her drinking underage. And yeah. All of that kind of stuff. And, like, oh, my God, dude. It's, like, right from the start. Like, this is... And it just makes you wonder, like, I don't know. See, I think the person in that family that I'm the most conflicted about, if I'm being 100% honest with you and not even being funny, is Chris Jenner. Because... There are moments where I'm like, wow, what a loving mother. You know what I mean? Like, wow, she is just this doting, sweet mom who, like, is so smart, an empowered businesswoman, like, doesn't need a man. You guys, I hate to cut you off, but at this point, I think you know the drill. You've got to be a Patreon member to hear the remainder of this episode. So go to patreon.com slash ebpsychos. At that point, you will uh, be asked to donate. And then when you donate at this level, you'll get this podcast. You'll get the remainder of all the episodes every single week. You'll get Liz Bentley's Feathers in My Hair, which is the Teen Mom podcast. Um, You'll get me and Molly's uh, Brittany and Kevin Chaotic special. You'll get all the stuff that Molly does exclusively through Patreon. It's well worth it. And also, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, go to mollyandthepsychos.com. It'll take you straight to it. And uh, all we do all day and all night is talk about reality TV. It's super fun. So, like I said, patreon.com slash ebpsychos and mollyandthepsychos.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.